Hello. This show is about your mind. And the fabulous things in there. And the confusing things. It's a hard-hitting show. Hitting the stash and hitting the hay. Trees. Plants. Grass. Weed. The normalization of a psychedelic gateway. I'm Tom in Toronto. And I'm Neil in Montreal. It's Buds. On today's show, it's episode two. We are no longer criminals. We start doing things in public we would not have done before. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. Tom reviews Tangerine Dream by San Rafael 71. And Neil reviews Balanced by Plain Packaging. Also, Quebec almost completely runs out of weed. And Tom meets a bunch of different postal workers. Plus, we discuss social norms, the state of the stores, and listener feedback. Some programming notes. Everyone working on the cast is very stoned, so you can expect the content to be questionable. Also, we are not weed PhDs. We're not authorities on the wacky tobacco, but we're highly qualified in getting high. And we'll always each be baked on the buds we review, so you can feel the high from the voices inside your head. Okay, bud. Let's do it. Neil, I'd like to start the show off again with uh, another edition of our segment, Norms. It's Norms. Norms. Neil, would you smoke weed in front of little kids? Huh. I, I mean... I guess I'm going going for a qualifier right at, right, right away, but uh, <laughs> it's not how little they are. I guess it's how in front of the little kids it is. I live close to a playground, and I don't smoke weed in my house. I do. I always smoke on the balcony. We used that big like bushes that f- made it feel secluded from the playground, and they cut those bushes down. So I'm pretty regularly smoking weed where I can see little kids playing. And I guess I'm pretty I'm pretty used to that. So I'm, at my house, I, I do smoke weed in front of little kids. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it all comes out yeah. like, right off the cuff. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, everybody, whoa, whoa, back up. Neil, have you smoked weed in front of little kids in the last 10 minutes? <laughs> generally though i i I try to avoid it Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you know yeah but except every time okay cool (laughs) (laughs) i knew i knew you were gonna put me on the spot with this norms dude i'm gonna put you on the spot with every norms (laughs) like that's the shtick
I'll have to think of my own to spring on you for next episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pull that trigger. All right. So, Tom in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. The kids. Uh, well, for me, I have for a long time tried to really keep it out of in front of little kids. And I will say, I don't want to say too much, but I did uh, start smoking weed a little young. And I've always had this um, ethical thing about like I actually for a long time I wasn't really sure if I was pro legalization just because I was like holy shit like this is a substance with which I have struggled for my entire life and um, but now I have a different perspective on that particular issue I don't think that's really how that works yeah right on so let's move on to reviews reviews what do you have for us today well, I uh, am high on um, a weed called Tangerine Dream by San Rafael 71. So how's the bud? This is what, um, and this is the reason I wanted to review this. This is what we would have called space weed. Because it's this like totally, there's like many different things to, to me that make a space weed. And, and, and this one is a prime example. Um, it's, uh, it's this totally crazy looking weed. Like it's the kind of weed that you expect them to like put a picture of on the cover of those like weed magazines. It's like, they're these globes of deep violet leaf ball bud. That's like got so much red hair flowing around that these big frondy red hairs that it looks like these purple globes on fire. And then around that there's all these like really like lime colored leaves with like totally dusted with crystal. It looks crazy. Um, and it smells like it's called Tangerine Dream, but to me, I would have called it Grapefruit Laser. That's what that would have been my name <laughs> this week. It's like fucking space food grapefruit laser direct to the synapses. I want some grapefruit laser. Oh, yeah, dude, you want some? <laughs> it's, it's pretty good weed. Um, <laughs> so how are the effects? So uh, another, um, to me, prime identifier of a space weed, it's, it's spacey, <laughs> you know, and I think, um, I think with spacey weeds, like there's two, I, I don't know if this is true or not, or what this, if this is just me, but to me, the other side of spacey is focused. Like part of being spaced out is being super focused in the sense that like, you're super focused on like some ripples of water and like the the way the light scintillates on a wall or something. And then, and then so like you're hyper focused on this thing, which spaces you out of what's going on around you. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of like focus space out is almost, even though it's counterintuitive and they sound like the opposite, it's almost related or something. So it's, it's that. Um, I think it's a, uh, it's a smart weed. Like you're thinking a lot. You're, it's like an intelligent kind of smart thing. But like with that, I think comes some level of sensitivity that you're, you know what I mean? Like y- y- it's a little, it's pretty wild. And, and going with those two themes of like the spacey focus thing and the, like the sensitivity to your surroundings and stuff, it's, it's definitely slightly psychedelic. I'd say this is like a psychedelic weed. It's not, max level like full 10 on 10 space weed because that would then mean that you were like totally noticing patterns in everything but like it's it's there it's definitely psychedelic weed and and how was the smoke i didn't ask you about that oh this smoke it's i mean it it, it tastes incredible it smells incredible this is like it it's it's one of those weeds where it it's when you smoke it 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 still tastes like what it smelled like really strongly without coming out of your nose and stuff. And like, it's, yeah, it's really nice grapefruit, but crazy synthetic grapefruit world. It's, it's really nice. 
Cool. And what would you pair it with? Um, I think it's personal on something like this. But I think doing things on your own, probably. Like, and and I think that's just because, like, I don't know, man. It seems like it would be kind of weird having to deal with a lot of people on this. To me, um, uh, I think like deep creative exercises could be good with this. I think walkabouts. I think this would be sick for walkabouts. Like, I I feel like you could just. That's what I want to do right now. I want to stop recording this podcast and go like walk around some alleys and like take some photos <laughs> of some fucking weird stuff in the alley or something. How would you rate this weed? Um, I'm gonna give it. Uh, like probably honestly like an eight eight point five like this is some of the better we like this is really i don't know eight let's give it an eight because there's a lot i don't want to cut off too much of my headroom for like crazy ass amazing weeds, <laughs> you know but like it's this is fantastic weed yeah and uh and tom doesn't Tom doesn't give tens, so... No, no, no. That, well, you know, the <laughs> yeah, first too. joint you ever smoked was... <laughs> that, that, that's the ten. That's the only thing that gets ten. All right, cool, man. Um, and so, would you recommend this weed? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and who would you recommend it to? I think... Uh, I, I, I'm not, like, a big weed nerd. I just like to smoke the shit, but I feel like this is the kind of weed that those people who are really into... It's just interesting as hell. Um, I think skateboarders, surfers, skiers, I mean, this is personal, but I think any creative individualist sport you're doing, because I think you mm. could, I think you could thrash on this. I think you could get, like, I think you could rip, like, in whatever it is that you do, ballet, you know, like fucking, yeah. like, like whatever your personal sport that's creative. And I think a lot of people have these. It could be going for a mountain bike ride, anything that's, I don't know, that could be cool. And uh, and I think um, going with the walkabout idea earlier, I think uh, like adventurers like and this is sort of the sporty thing too. Like if you like to hike, or go to the top of a mountain and do yoga, or go around the city and do Instagram or or whatever your your exploration tendencies are, I think this would be dece for that. Nice reviews. So uh, uh, Neil, man. Uh, what are you uh what have you been smoking over there dude um i have some balanced by plain packaging which is uh the brand the the name balance is because it's a balance of uh of thc and cbd oh interesting um what uh what are the 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 buds themselves like they are what i like pr- pretty spindly buds like they're it's it's light um they're pretty small buds but it was it was fresher than some of the uh some of the other weed that i purchased from the from the quebec store cool it's a pretty bright like a grassy green Hmm. color with some red hair and a bit of crystals cool uh so what what does it do what are the effects what happens when you smoke it i found it to be it's pretty mild the smoke was actually pretty harsh. Like it, it smells, it smells fresh to me. It smelled like a pretty light, fresh sativa, but the taste when smoked was like pretty grassy, a little like gassy. It, it was, it was quite different than than the um, than the smell of the buds, which I found notable. Um, effects wise, the notable thing that I found was the buzz did not last very long at all. It was like uh, I felt pretty high for. I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour when I smoked it the other day. And 
it, it mellowed out pretty quickly after that and i'm feeling like the same the same thing now well that's um i mean that's uh that could be potentially kind of useful in a way though eh yeah i didn't feel any kind of like weird come down or feel like i needed a nap or whatever uh on either occasion so it hmm. yeah that's interesting this could potentially be a strategic this cbd thing could be like a strategic thing yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're going to get into this as the show goes on because the whole CBD thing is a brand new. I mean, I'm sure it's always existed, but like for people who are stoners, like you just are you suddenly learning it's even a thing in the last year or two, right? Sure. I I honestly like I don't know much about about CBD uh, weed and it wasn't it wasn't something that was marketed on the black market until a couple of years ago in my experience. Yes, I agree with that. The first time I ran into it was about a year and a half ago, but I do know people who are, who swear by it. So I'm quite interested in it. Anyway, to the listener, we will be exploring more of that subject. I think it's a really interesting one, but, uh, um, any, any other effects or, or I did like, I went out last night, had a few drinks. It was a friend's birthday. So the, the joint that I smoked before this show was a little bit of a hangover cure. And I think it did that pretty well, uh, especially since I had like I had a coffee right before I smoked. Sometimes if I'm a little hungover and I smoke with a coffee, the old uh, hippie speedball, as they call it, um, <laughs> it, it can give me some like anxiety where it's just like and an instant anxiety where you're like, oh, my God, what am I doing with my life? And I lost this thing. And it's just like everything crashing in. Like I didn't have that. Um, uh. so I, I, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't happen every time I smoke a joint with a coffee after having a couple of drinks the night before, but it can happen. Yeah. And I'm not seeing that happening oh, with this week, cool. which I, that's a positive. Yeah, of course. And that's kind of like the pairing, like what you'd pair it with. Obviously you might pair it with a hangover. Yeah. Anything else? Other pairings? Oh, my, my thought the other day was... And this is this is like oddly specific, but wedding weed, because I like to I like to smoke a joint or, or wedding or some kind of family gathering where like you have a big meal, you feel like smoking a joint, but you don't want to be super baked when you're talking to Aunt Linda. So one of those one of those things where it's like you want to smoke, but you don't want to be super baked for whatever thing you have to do after that. You know what I'm starting to hear here? There's a certain type of person who seeks out outdoor weed. And I've talked about that on episode mm-hmm. one, but I'm always like, it's cheaper and it's quote unquote shittier than indoor, right? If that's the way you see it. But outdoor weed is like kind of like outdoor tomatoes from someone's backyard. And and if you can get it, it's so crazy. It doesn't get you as nearly as high as the, but that's the feature, not the bug. You're like, okay, cool. You can smoke gaggers of outdoor. You know, you just ah, yeah. and it's just cool because you're <laughs> you're gonna get pretty high, but you're not gonna like fucking. You know, it's out in the woods, right? Like, it's not this like optimized. Anyway, so this kind of sounds like that a little bit because I I love you know one of the things I try to do when I go to visit family and stuff is just to have some bag of outdoor somewhere stashed out so I can exactly like you said not be too fucked. Sure. The smoke reminded me of outdoor. Like it, um, one one of the thoughts was uh, was like barn weed, like something that had been dried in a barn. Yeah. And I don't know if that is a feature of high CBD weeds. It's actually something that my friend 
mentioned when we were talking about high CBD strains is like it all it all tastes like barn weed. Oh, cool, interesting. I wonder if that's a horticultural thing where there's like as you said earlier that well because it's it's just now becoming popular, so there's not mm-hmm. as much horticulture that's been done with it potentially, and so it's still kind of in that primordial state or is it just like there's some fundamental characteristic of this of this you know genetic whatever the hell it is i don't know like the whole thing here is we're not experts so i'm using the wrong words or whatever but you know (laughs) there we go so how would you uh how would you uh, rate it i would rate it honestly pretty low because the smoke wasn't great like it, it didn't it didn't taste very nice when it smoked i i would give it a five and a half the the reason that I rated it above five is because it definitely serves a purpose. Mm, interesting. For me, it's it's not something I would probably go go for. And I did actually try out a CBD THC balanced weed called Sierra by Hexo that I also got from the store, which I found just a nicer flavor, smoked better. I think I prefer the effects. Okay, so in you wouldn't really recommend the plain packaged one. You'd you'd say go for the Sierra. I yeah, I would. Um, I think that there's a place for it, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Yeah. Okay. So so no recommendation, but but in the case of because you happen, you know, this is just freestyle here, but because you happen to have um, tried the other. 50 50 cbd thing uh who would you recommend that to you know news you could use um people that haven't smoked in however many years some people that used to smoke Mm -hmm. weed in university had fun Mm -hmm. i know i don't know about you but i know a lot of people that smoked weed pretty regularly and then had one or two experiences where they're like, uh, this is too much. This gives me anxiety. It's not doing what I want. And then completely stop. And they're like, I don't agree with weed. I think that some of those people might want to try something that's CBD, THC, a little bit more. Like I said, it's not going to last super long, which is, could be an advantage in that. Neil's, Neil's telling us that this is the new this is the gateway <laughs> <laughs> the gateway no the gateway back in I wouldn't I'm not recommending it for for newbies for people that use this we're not telling anybody to start smoking weed we're never gonna do that this shows for you know like oh my god <laughs> so but I mean th- so tell us why like so why why did you end up ordering this though well um it was basically because they only had two choices of weed on the Quebec government website, which is shameful. Yeah, dude, that is rough. (laughs) And one of them is this like training wheels garbage. And the other one was Purple Kush, Mm -hmm. which last episode I reviewed a weed that I was familiar with from the black market. I didn't necessarily want to do that again. Again, And I don't love Purple Kush. I've smoked really great purple kush and i didn't think that that was going to be it it was like so there were two options uh which is which i think is pretty weak but it came super fast yeah yeah which i think is noteworthy Mm -hmm. it's cheap it's fast and i think that has something to do with why it's sold out yeah right right. (laughs) what do you think tom uh yeah well i mean and also didn't you um 
didn't you uh, get some some pilul there from? <laughs> I did. I got some pilul, and yeah, we're gonna do a whole edibles episode. We're probably gonna have to do a little research and chat about this because, you know, we're we're not super experts. But I thought I'd get these because it was one of the few products that they had, and I guess I didn't read the fine print because when I got them, it said that they're cannabis oil soft gels microdose. Oh, no. So it's 2.5 milligrams of THC per pill. I don't know what the numbers mean, but micro is not the word you want before your dose there. And, you know, I have have a bit of a... I have a bit of a THC tolerance, so... um, Yeah, built up there. (laughs) So so I I took one of them in the afternoon when I got them... And just, you know, never take more than one pill that you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Like, oh, yeah. No doubt. If I could have split them in half, I probably would have done that. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. Anyway, so I, I took one. Uh, I took one in the afternoon and uh, didn't have any noticeable effects. And then um, yeah, later that night after dinner, um, I took four and I was like, I'm going to get right stone and play some video games. And, uh, it didn't work. I, I didn't really feel anything. So one thing, um, that, uh, people have got asked us about is having other people on the show as well. And definitely that's our intention and we're, we're, we're going to do that for sure. More buds coming very soon. We, we happen to have in the hopper, someone who's going to come on who, uh, is a not a weed smoker and is going to get stoned. So it we you know that that could be cool for someone like that, right? You know who doesn't yeah. smoke weed and they're just testing it out lightly, you know. Yeah, and th- this is something that we'll touch on when we discuss edibles more in depth. But um, I would generally never recommend ingested weed to to somebody that is a. Uh, marijuana naive if you don't want to smoke it because you don't want to smoke vape or figure out another way i think that edibles is terrible i totally i'm 100 with you on that and and what what the dynamic right now is and i feel this right like people are like oh you know weeds legalized i don't really know i tried it a couple of times and then they're like oh that seems benign i'll eat the cookie that's cute mm. or whatever and it's like yo when you eat weed you get fucked like you you know, not always, but it's you. You can go so much deeper into the like the dank hole of resin and gunk in your mind from eating it. You know, like it can be really heavy. It can be like getting a ton of maple syrup, not even like corn syrup, cold <laughs> corn syrup dumped on your head. Like it's just. Anyway, if you just eat too much wheat, like, so just smoke it first or vape it if you're looking at health conscious options. A bath of molasses. What I, what I was going to say about this, like the very conservative dose of 2.5 milligrams per pill. If somebody was really insistent that they wanted to try ingested, like edible marijuana rather than smoking it, mm. this would probably be a good route because it would be like, take one of them wait an hour take one call me in the morning yeah no that's cool yeah just because it's way easier to dose than brownies yeah which i think is a responsible choice on the government's on the federal government's hand to limit edibles for for a year 
I have a great many critiques. We try to keep it light here on the cast, but uh, <laughs> I have great many critiques of the rollout here. I guess we can get into some now, but I, I do agree with you that like that they've taken a, a gentle touch to that was probably the smart move, and it probably means that somebody up in the department there uh, eats weed, I think, probably in the PMO. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, there was those two Toronto cops that ate weed on the job and one ended up in a tree. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Something I want to talk about is every single time you order weed from the government, you interact with a Canada Post employee, uh, a postal worker. And so, and because partly, well, I'm interested in, the podcast and it's fun and stuff so um i've i've ordered a bunch of times you know just to try different things out and there's low availability so i've interacted with postal workers like quite a bit over the course of this experience and it got me to thinking how strange this must be like for for the the people in that profession you know and the the shift that's happening because they suddenly went from like I mean, they've always been, like, getting people's signatures and stuff like that. But then it's suddenly, like, you're a drug dealer. <laughs> or, or, like, you're a mule, you know? <laughs> like, you're, you're just suddenly... And what if this person, like, let's just say, has been, like, against it their whole life, and then suddenly they're required to not only carry it around, but, like, talk to stoners on their front doorstep and get their ID and look at their ID and judge whether it's them or whatever this stupid, crazy thing they're trying to get them to do, which I... I don't know what the postal workers think of that. I've tried to start talking about that, but it feels to me like, I don't know, like, should we be making those people do that? And so I've kind of met like, kind of like young people who think it's kind of like, they're just young postal workers. They have no problem with it all. But I wonder about those like old ladies at the, at the counter and stuff. (laughs) What do they think about this? And like, it just, you know, I don't know. It seems kind of weird. So it did, did a, a, a postal worker, like, ID you? Did you have to hand over it? They always do, every single time. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Because I've done it. I've had it twice. I've had ordered twice, and I, I've had to sign. But I, I haven't had to show my ID. It's It, it strikes me as odd. And uh, the one postal worker who I asked directly about it, the fellow who comes by here in the afternoon to the to the studio, he, he's a young dude, and he, he said, oh, like, I've... I, I haven't been, you know, a letter carrier for that long. So like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. Right. And he's like, I think it should have been legalized a long time ago, but so he was cool with it. But anyway, it's, it seems strange. And I, I noticed like there's this local, the classic little Asian, like seems like maybe it's a Vietnamese family, like convenience store that has a Canada post booth in the back. And it's like, there's sort of the like stern matriarch woman, they're charming family. Right. But they like, and then the, but the guy, like he's probably in his like late forties, maybe fifties. And, and he's like, you can tell he's really interested and you can tell he's never done it before. And you'll pick it up and he'll be like, Oh, CBD. (laughs) <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, no, man, this is the real shit. He's like, oh. <laughs> and the second time I came, he was like, oh, you smoke fast. <laughs> but I was like, this dude is going to order some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I will also say that uh, the the one other thought I had on like the store postal experience is that, the like we've talked about frequently, the delays are big getting the weed. 
And when you order it, everywhere on the site, on the ordering receipt, everywhere you go, the OCS is writing like, you know, due to labor disputes at the Canada Post, disruption, blah, 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 might take some time. And it's always that. And, and, and that, to me, is bullshit. Yeah. Okay? And I think it's really wrong of those people in the government to be blaming this on the postal labor union dispute. Because I will tell you, as soon as it gets transferred over to Canada Post, the most labor disruption, it's like a day. But the waits are like two weeks. So it's like, so it's like OCS is delayed by 13 days. And then Canada Post is delayed by maybe one day. And the OCS is their fault. Like, I just wanted to say that I think that's unethical and, and that I stand with those people who are very responsibly enacting their, their, their labor um, demands. And, and I think that, that the OCS and the government should not be pointing fingers at Canada Post on this because it is the government's fault. And they were unprepared and they should have been prepared. And I will also say that Everywhere you see people talking about how, oh, well, they were over overwhelmed. And it's like, oh, we couldn't believe there were 100,000 orders. It's like, dudes, like, how many orders, how many transactions happen at the LCBO every month? Like, you really legitimately thought it was going to be, like, less than 1% of that number? It, or whatever it works out to be? It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, just, I just wanted to point that out because I think it's important for those workers. Agreed. And it's probably not an easy country to be a postal carrier (laughs) yeah you think it's like (laughs) it's canada this has been buds thanks so much for listening after the first episode we received a lot of feedback and the number one thing people asked for is guests more buds on the cast so get ready for that in episode three if you have any feedback for us about this episode, just yell into a pillow. And do us a solid. Tell, Tell you your buds. Grapefruit fruit laser. Grape grape grapefruit laser. Grape 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 gr